This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. So, I'm apparently the mom, and you're the child? Well, yeah, but that's okay, because in most cases, I'm the mom. You do mom me really well. I do. All right, let's get this show on the road. I'm Julie. I just put a berry in my mouth. I'm Kathleen. And you're here to listen to us talk about (laughs) friends and how I met your mother. Um, Currently, we have some uh, organic blackberries and raspberries from a farmer's market in front of us. And And they're so good. Yeah. I mean, we're going to try not to eat them right in your ear, but also we might eat Eat them. them. So, it's Monday. What's new? We usually record on Sunday. And we didn't yesterday. But we had lots of weekend things going on. We had a lots of weekend things going on. Um, I had dinner with family for a birthday. I, I went, hung out with my sister. I went sailing. Mm-hmm. Um, what did I do yesterday? Oh, I mean, we got back to the house and just did house projects. I mowed the lawn because, you know, you have to do that once a week and some other BS. We both watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall and did a movie review for it that will come out in a couple of weeks, so we'll... We'll let you know again. you guys that. We're on our um, kick of watching movies that have actors. Did you find a sour raspberry? Oh. <laughs> you guys should see the face she's making right now. Is like your nose burning because it was so sour? A little sad. bit. A little bit. Um, we're watching movies that have people in them from Friends or How I Met Your Mother. Hopefully like a primary cast member, but we're not, a, we're not opposed to... We might be doing some things. seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. We also Bacon. might do Clueless just for funsies. Paul Rudd, who was oh, well, on... That's a hundred... Oh, yeah, who's Mike? He's Mike. Sorry, he's I completely forgot that. Paul Rudd does not age, and I love him. Say the thing. The thing about the tacos? Yeah. <laughs> so, so we were watching Forgetting Sarah Marshall last night, and Paul Rudd comes on the screen, and I said... To Trevor, my lovely, lovely, amazing partner, that I looked him square in the face, and I said, I would eat tacos out of Paul Rudd's armpit. <laughs> he's a beautiful man. He's okay. a beautiful man. The other thing that's really exciting is our podcast uh, network. network, thank you, words are hard. Words are hard. Released t-shirts. And sweaters. I'm and so excited for the they're hoodies. I'm so excited for the hoodie. They're, yeah, they're hoodie pullovers, so no zippers, which some people, like me, I don't I'd love pulling love things over my pullovers. hair. pullovers. Give it to me. Get, whoa. Okay, hoodies. Then. Hoodies. Hoodies. So if you go to bigheadsmedia.com slash shop, you will find everyone's. Now, they're in alphabetical order, so if I remember correctly, we're on page eight um, for the H's for how I met your friends. Also, we will do more linking. Uh, I know oh, yeah. that we put it up on Facebook, but we've I've got... I put it up on Twitter a couple times. We'll keep doing it. We'll put it up on Insta. What's really cool is it does come in a couple of colors. I'm so, so getting a gray one. You can get a... Um, there's a light gray in the t-shirt, and these are unisex, and the t-shirts are only 15 bucks. That's really good, you guys, I... for promo gear. Like, that's actually a really good price point. And the sweatshirts are only 35 I'm so ready for a sweatshirt. Um, and the sweatshirt seems like it's a little bit darker gray. It's like a deep heather. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the yellow really pops uh-huh. against it. So I'm excited to see. Obviously, the white is, you know, perfect, too. 
Um, I'm excited to see what these look like in person. So if anyone grabs one, please send us your pictures and we will put it on our... You can our... go ahead and hashtag... You can, yeah. You can add us on Twitter or uh, yeah. Instagram and we yeah. will love it and share it. Yeah, we're really excited. So yeah. I think that's... I mean... Oh, I mean, we're getting ready for family camping trip this weekend, mm. this upcoming weekend. So that's going to be super exciting. We sailed in the rain on Saturday. That doesn't sound exciting. I mean... It's Central Oregon. That's true. We had hail. We had, <laughs> I know. We had I was, basically snow I in was, August. I was it driving happens. through the hail to get to camp to be with Trevor, and it yeah. was hailing. It's bonkers down here. I posted it on my Twitter, and people in Portland were like, wait, where are you? I'm like, no, this is no, just no. bend. Don't worry about it. This is what happened. So, we are covering uh, How I Met Your Mother stuff. And friends, uh, the one where Dr. Ramore dies today. So let's go ahead and get started with How I Met Your Mother. So we open with older Ted um, telling his kids that relationships are about communications. Just one communication. Just, well, I mean, over time. Lots of communications, but just one at a time. Also, it's it's not a thing. It's an activity. So it's one <laughs> I'm one communication. On a You're a jerk. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> you guys, we've been trying for like a half an hour to record a five minute movie review. So don't get me started no, on. It's so hard though because mm-hmm. we put the words on the paper and then we have to say the words. We have to read it. And when it's we do not, this, like this I have is... general notes, but we just fly by the seat of our tushies. Oh. Five of the seat of our pants. <laughs> Who's going to say chonies? Chonies. That's fine. It's right? all the same. Um, but he says well, you need to know when to stop talking. So he and Robin are talking about dinner, and he mentions a restaurant and then gives a story about it that he that turns out is about another woman. It's not about Robin. Right. Okay. So then he covers it by saying, oh, my sister. And so then, like, all these, you know, whatever... It happens again where he's talking about a movie and he's like, oh, I made out. Van Helsing. It must have been my sister. Yeah, we made out in the back row and she's like, I've never seen this. And then Hawaii. Hawaii comes up. Maui. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, why do you keep saying your sister? And like, we both have exes. Let's not pretend that we don't. And then all I could think of is if the sister was part of the gang, it would be the Monica to Ted's Ross. And No. Do you know what I'm... But it would be six. It'd be... Well, I mean, it would college be College roommate. It'd be brother, right, right. sister. But it also be, wouldn't be like he's trying to make out with his sister. Ross doesn't... No, no, no. I just meant in, in the ensemble. I meant if you added the sister in as an actual oh, like character. Oh, like if the sister was a... Mm, oh, okay, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll go with it. Because, of course, we know that Ted is Ross. And they're the worst. True. Okay. Also, here's how I feel about past relationships. We've all had them. Let's not pretend like we haven't. Uh, and this is going to come up, and I'll, I'll reiterate it in a moment. But, like, yes, I, I do want to know that you have dated other people. I do not want to know the specifics. No. Details are not needed. So, unfortunately, when Robin tells Ted, it's okay, you can be honest with me, he takes that to mean down in the bar to, to point out a woman that he made out with three years earlier, and Robin gets pissed and walks That's away. That's what I don't want to hear. Exactly. I don't need to know a name. No. Well, I mean, names of men, it's a little bit important, but, like... If you run into someone and Bend is a small enough town that this used to happen to Turner and I, and maybe even a few times to Mike and I, but, like, if you run into someone and you guys both know each other... 
so what had happened was there was a guy that I dated a couple times in high school that Turner happened to know through a mutual friend. So when we ran each, into each other, all of us at Fred Meyer, it was super uncomfortable. Because then Turner's like, later, how do you know that guy? And I told him, and he was like, oh, that guy's not good. I'm like, I was in high school. I know he's not good. <laughs> like, I was aware at the time, and I still did it. So calm down. Well, and, and you know, part of that, too, is like, you have to have a conversation when you first start out. And this actually comes up in the Friends episode. Oh, I know. What's your number? We literally just did mm-hmm. this with um, Ted and Robin. But that's what uh, Monica and Richard do this episode. Mm-hmm. So there's the, there's a point to, okay, let's have a conversation of, like, what experiences you've had. And now, in the world that we live in, the conversation should also include... STDs, right. excuse me, STIs. Have you been safe? Are you clean? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you, there's something to be said for having that conversation, and there's also something to be said about, oh, yeah, here are a group of my old friends, and, you know, oh, did you ever hear about the time that Kathleen did such and such, or Julie did such and such, and it comes up in front of your partner. Like, you can't just be ashamed and say, oh, it was my sister. You can also smack that friend later for bringing that oh, up. Oh, 100%. And Phoebe's going to get smacked later in this in today's episode. Yes. So let's keep going. So then Sorry. Um, Marshall and Barney are talking about something kind of gross. It's a what would you do basically or you know pick something. So it's a sex with a woman but she's half mermaid half fish and you have to pick top half mermaid bottom it's half would fish. would you rather. Or yeah or top half fish bottom half mermaid and he goes go and it's the guys the gross guys at his work that are like Jessica Simpson, but she's in a wheelchair, but she's this. Would you do her? Go. And Marshall's being that dude right now, which is not right. cool. And especially because when Marshall actually gets into that setting, he's like, no, I don't want to play. I'm, I have Lily. Right, exactly. Well, he if you didn't have usually, Lily. Right. Yeah. And so um, Lily comes in and has a flyer because she's going to be in a play. And Barney's like, nope, not going, not trying to sleep with you, not in college, not going. And I kind of agree I think you can support your friends to a certain point. And then you can also say, no, I don't want to go. Hey, you're, don't look at me. You're allowed to say, no, I don't want to go. Are you going to be in a play? Maybe. Can it's I... actually on my bucket list to, to put, try out for one of the musicals this year. Okay. Well, then maybe I'll go, but I'm not saying that I have to go. You have other friends. No, I, I don't. <laughs> Actually, that might be true. We really only have each other. Um, So, uh, but Ted and Robin come in, and Ted's like, okay, Marshall, I've been giving it a lot of thought, top half fish. And And he does He's like, wait, I'm confused on the outside looking in, because wait, when did he hear this question? Oh, whenever they were probably up in the apartment last or something. So, they start talking about um, they need... They need the group to, like, get, help them out with this thing. So we flash back, and we realize that, like, uh, Robin's wearing this sweatshirt that turns out to be an ex's. She, it starts off because she uses some face lotion that he's like, well, it must be yours. No, it must be Lily's. Right. It it turns out that it was the girl that left it there. We also find out with this conversation that Lily hates the word moist. As we all do. I would say that most women really don't care for it. Um, my sister, when she was younger, I should have, I should ask her if this is still the same, actually really hated the word gorgeous. Like, if you said it, she got really upset. Hey, gorgeous. And, like, would hit you. 
And I'm like, well, we just hit each other a lot. But, oh, that's because you're um, sisters. Yeah. And so uh, Ted, like, lists everything that, you know, he's gotten from girlfriends. There's this little... Uh, phone English booth phone booth on the, the yeah the lamp lamps and, and pillows. A pillow right just random little stuff I will say this if we had to give stuff back to exes um I would have lost one of my TVs because the current one in my room and the current one that was in my room up in Portland is one that Mike gave me it was a hand me down like he didn't buy it for me new right but like my TV died and he's like here have this one because I'm getting like a sixty inch or whatever. And then when we broke up, I was like, the TV? And he's like, no, that's yours. I'm like, cool, thanks, bye. Goodbye. (laughs) Well, so for me, my love language really isn't gifts. I mean, I like them, but that's that's not it for me. So I I truly don't have a ton of stuff hanging around from exes. I would say that there's been other things like... I've got a sweater and a hat. It was more about pictures. Like, once I oh, really yeah. realized that it was over with certain people, I was like, okay, well, your pictures either go in the trash or one time I actually did do a little, I had a little stand grill that just, like, stood on a table, and I barbecued some pictures. So you were very um, Peter in Forgetting Sarah Marshall in his kitchen? Oh, yeah, for sure. It was on my back deck. Got it's it. fine. Um, so Robin says that when she walks into the house now, she's just going to see those girls, right? Like, she's imagining them, the woman that gave the phone booth, the lamp. He made me lots of mixed tapes. How many has he made you? Me too. And so Lily sides with Robin and says, you know, if it makes her uncomfortable, you need to get rid of it. Marshall sides with Ted because it's cool stuff. And Barney sides with Robin because Ted has too much crap. Your apartment's too cluttered. And I love that. I do too. Can Barney come help me be minimalistic? Oh, yeah. He's such a minimalist. Like, he would Marie Kondo the crap out of both of our places. Please do. Plus, it would be like me hanging out with Neil Patrick Harris without a shirt. That's true. That'd be nice. So... Do you like how I snuck that without a shirt uh, in there? (laughs) I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um... So, Ted does pack up his crap. Like, you see him putting stuff in a box. And then they go... He gets rid of it. Right. They go to Lily's play, and it's up eight flights of stairs with no elevator, which I'm pretty sure is a safety hazard, and in most buildings, it's like a no-no. No. There's walk-up only in you a lot of old New York buildings. buildings. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. Ugh, Especially the old ones. That's not good. Also, how much of this did it remind you of Freud, the musical? <laughs> you missed my note I totally, already. I see I, your note. It, in caps, I have, it's so terrible, and three hours long... And then, and you barely see any of it. You see like two lines of the whole show, which really, is, which know. is enough. But they, at the end, when she comes back out, and Marshall has flowers that you know he had like under his chair, and and Ted tries to say something where he was like, "This thing happened," and and Robin goes, "And it was a play within a play." And all I can think of is um, Rachel after her first one, and she's like, "You were in a play," <laughs> but it's totally at the end of Joey doing Freud, where yes. everyone's like. Oh, we didn't know you could sing and dance. And it's like, yeah, he really can't. No. Um, and so that's funny. And so then um, Ted and Robin go back to his apartment and they walk in and all of his stuff is gone. And she thinks that he got robbed. And he admits that, no, he just got rid of anything that was a gift. And she's like, don't you buy your own crap? And he's like, daddy get, or papa gets, papa gets swag. swag. Ooh, don't say that. It's just not good. Um, so then the next day they're walking Robin's dogs. Once again, we rarely see these poor five dogs. This is the most we've seen the dogs ever. Like ever. 
And so they're talking about, you know, thank you for giving, getting rid of your stuff. I know that must have been hard. And he's like, well, you know, I just can't believe you've never kept anything from an ex. And she's like, well, no, I haven't, except, except my dogs. Except my dogs. So then Ted leans down to, like, he's petting the Dalmatian, and it morphs into a guy, and the guy starts licking his face. Yeah. Which is, A, super gross, and also really funny that some little actor had to be like, I have to lick uh, Josh Radner's face. So Maybe he was into it. I mean, I could have gotten into it. I would have been okay with it. My sister and I were joking about this one time. We were talking about how my cats greet each other by licking each other's Mm. faces, and then they get into a fight because it's too much. So I told my sister the next time I saw her, I was going to walk up and lick her face, and she's like, yeah, and then I'm going to punch you. Sounds about right. (laughs) Um, so fun fact, whether this is like provable or still just kind of an internet rumor, because I've seen it on a ton of the boards, Josh Radner is deathly allergic to dogs. Oh. So during this whole episode, they had to have EMTs on hand. They had to have like, um, uh, not Benadryl, what's anaphylactic? The oh, EpiPen? EpiPens. And it's actually one of the reasons why they decided to write the dogs out was because every time he was in the scenes, like, her dogs were around. Because there's been a couple where he, like, came to her house and, like, the dogs were there or something that he would, they were worried that he was going to go into anaphylactic I'm pretty sure I've only seen the dogs twice. I don't remember (laughs) now. We'd have to have somebody go back and watch up until now. So. And I don't have time for that. He says, um. You know, they get into a fight, and he's like, well, let's take it to the group. So, they all agree with Robin, even Barney. Barney. Like, he's not the heartless. Why would you get rid of the dogs? Yeah, you can't get rid of a living thing. So, then Barney decides, um, because Lily had said something like, if you had a play, I would go. And you see him be like, oh, really? And, And like, the wheels wheels start turning. turning. So, okay. Neil Patrick Howard. <laughs> How you doing over there? Not good. All right then. Neil Patrick Harris is actually a very talented musician, and uh, even though it hasn't come out yet, it reminds me of um, it reminds me of Doctor Horrible's <laughs> Sing Along or yes. whatever it's called, yeah. which I still have never seen. I'm sorry for you. That's fine. We'll watch it again. Yeah. No, it was the oh, gal that I said yeah. I saw. Yeah. Um, so, right before the play started, um, oh, no, sorry. Barney just comes in and says that he's having a one-man play, and Lily's like, we'll go to it. Yeah. So, Robin apologizes about the dogs. Ted apologizes for asking to get rid of them, but then we see this really funny montage of him getting jealous again, and he keeps seeing each dog turn into a different boy. Dude, and one of them was like, guess what position we did it in. Right? And then another one comes, like, nuzzles in between them in bed, which, by the way, I have had a dog really do, because if you're in bed, they think that you're they're supposed to get in with you. Especially if you're, okay, especially if you're moving around and your right. animal is a cat and they think that they need to hunt your feet. That's true, too. I've had cats do that to boyfriends before, which, of course, makes them very nervous because of the danglers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it well, does. No, it's fine. So then um, they're at the the same, like, little play area that um, or theater that Lily used, and Barney books it, too. But it's just Robin and Lily talking. 
And Robin's like, well, I can send them to a farm, which, of course, Lily thinks means kill because we, we, all... we have the, the euphemism of send your dog to the farm is what you tell a kid when you have to put it down and you don't want to tell your kid, which is terrible. So while we're on it, mm-hmm. Kanta says, oh, for the recording later, crossover about sending animals to the farm. The joke, obviously, everyone knows that's what it means, or everyone knows what it means except Joey. And she did a screenshot of Lily saying, you're, you're going to kill, kill your dogs. dogs. Well, yeah, because when they get, when they have to get rid of the chicken, the duck, like Joey really thinks that they went to a farm. Well, and Ross truly thinks... Oh, that's right. Ross truly did think that that one dog went to a farm. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, I mean, (sighs) we're not the only ones talking about this right now. Um, But Robin says, no, my aunt owns a farm in upstate New York. They can go live there. Um, Her and her lover, Betty you know, will take care of them. And Lily goes, oh, yeah, they love dogs. She's implying lesbians. Okay, but here's where it gets weird because the next time we talk about Robin going to visit the dogs and something about her aunt and her really good friend, Robin's like, oh, really good friend. I think this is the same thing that happens all the time on Friends where something gets said and people aren't, like, writers aren't paying attention, and it's that retcon of, like, right, right. you say it again because it makes sense in the scene. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna go. go with that, too, but it's, like, glaringly obvious at this point. Right. Um, so, then Barney's play starts, and for 45 minutes, it's him saying the word moist, with his leg up on a chair and his crotch basically thrust at his four friends. There's only one word worse than moist. What's that? Speculum. Oh yeah, also that one ha- <laughs> that implies pain. Moist oh. is just kind of like you just feel icky, but speculum actually hurts. Um, and then he squirts them with a tiny little squirt gun. He said for like twenty minutes, and then and then he says, oh, "I gotta go reload. Right? Don't go anywhere. It's not over." So he like dresses like a robot. He does tap dancing, but he plays the recorder. And when they all start falling asleep, he plays a really sharp note on it. Like, Mm -hmm. just blows through it as hard as he can. So, here's what's funny. Both of the cats were in the bedroom with me when I was watching this (laughs) last night. (laughs) Because mom was watching something else and I kind of had the door shut and they were just chilling. That recorder noise made Fiona so insane. She started, like, doing circles because I think she thought she was looking for a bird. Well, yeah, and, like, the vibrations at that noise level were probably bouncing off of everything. She was so upset. Like, the door was kind of cracked. Like, she bolted out of my bedroom. So I felt terrible. So I blame Barney. Um, But anyone who was in the show when it started has left except for the four friends. So then Lily stops him and is like, I admit it. I admit it. Let's get out. Let's go to the bar. Right? And she can't. But then Barney is so upset that, like, well, you didn't get to see the second, and I really and I did a good really job. I get really good in the second and half. And yeah. So he basically guilt trips them back into sitting down for the rest of his For another horrible. hour and a half. Ugh. So then uh, later on, um, as they're going to Ted's apartment, Robin says, you know, I gave my dogs to my aunt for, like, a trial time and just to see how they like it and I'll go visit them and Ted doesn't want her to go in his apartment and so she's like no open the door and he says I sent the floors up to have them fixed yeah to have the floors fixed 
turns out he brought all his crap back in yeah he, he didn't throw it away it. he probably just put it downstairs in storage because yeah. apartments like that a lot of times have a downstairs or basement yep they get into this terrible fight that he says is like one of those fights where it goes on for hours yeah you can't even remember, you can't remember what you were what fighting mm-hmm. about nobody takes a Season, water. seasons change outside the window. Calendar like, pages are falling off the wall. <laughs> and somehow it it makes them decide to move in together. You know, but when they're sitting on the couch, the first time I watched it, I had this split second like, oh shit, did they just break up? Mm. Which is kind of what they want you to, right. like that's where they want you to go. Because then they go down to the bar and they announce it to everyone and everyone's excited. How do their friends not realize this is a bad idea? Because you want to be supportive. And also, Lily and Marshall want the house to themselves. You think? Lily doesn't want to really live there, though. Like, it smells like dude. Lily does live there. Well, no, but once she and Marshall are married, she doesn't want to live there. Well, right. It smells like dude. I know. Okay. So then, that's like the end of the, you know, base of the show. But we flash to the end of Barney's play and he's like tap dancing as the robot and the robot finds love with the toaster and, and like all these all things. all over the place and Marshall is not having it. And he walks up with, and Barney doesn't even break from what he's doing, like nothing. And Marshall just slaps the shit out of him. That's too. Like Barney does like a, does he do a turn and then fall? Like, he does yeah, a full yeah, rotation yeah, yeah. and then falls straight down. It's a big, dramatic fall. That's the other thing that I love about Neil Patrick Harris, too, is, like, the commitment to uh, physical comedy like that. Yeah, Like, that is very good in Barney. Um, but, yes, that's two. And they all start clapping that's for Marshall. That's the one that I always forget. Yeah. That is the slap that I always forget. In the rotation of how many slaps that he yep. gets? Okay. Um... We are going to take a really quick break, unless you have something else on this um, episode. Besides the fact that I'm glad that the fictional dogs in Robin's life will not be living in an apartment. Because no, that always I, bothered I me. No, I really am glad about that because... Lily even says it. She's like, well, I'd rather live on a farm than in a walk up in Brooklyn if I was a dog. No, she said if I was five dogs. Oh, if I was five dogs. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather live... But even still, even one dog... I don't know. I, I am really glad that this part of the storyline is over because it is something that drives my little animal heart nuts. Yeah, it's crazy to think about them not getting taken care of. Um, um, it seems like it seems like this episode went really quickly because the whole episode was, you know, Lily's terrible play and then Barney's even worse play and, like, there's the background story of Ted and Robin. Right. And then his stuff is gone, and then his stuff is back, and, like, that's it. I think this one is fast um, because it's leading into right some really good, uh-huh. like, leading into the finales. You know, we're on the downward slope. slope, so this is episode 17, and I think we only have five to go before mm-hmm. the finales. So, you know, it's leading up to really good stuff with the wedding mm-hmm. and some other fun stuff. And next week we're going to have a Rivaderci Fiero, which is a ton of fun flashbacks. Like, Excuse me. sets up so much character development for everyone's, like, 
friendships. Right. So while I mean, this one is not necessarily what you would call like a throwaway episode. It just is it, really quick. Yeah, I think it's just another quick one because they're propelling you towards the episodes that are probably going to take like, you know, longer and have more like in-depth stuff yeah. to talk about. So um, on that note, I think we will take a really quick break and we'll be right back with Friends, uh, the one where Dr. Ramore dies. Yay. In a world where digital content barrels towards us at relentless breakneck speeds, where posts and memes and tweets and snaps rain down a punishing assault of attention-grabbing data, three heroic podcasters with a strong background in broadcast media are taking on the internet. Each week, we break down the trends, technology, and connections that are transforming our lives. We are Things I Found Online. Available wherever you get your podcasts. They're super good, though. Good. I'm glad you're enjoying your brownie. Well, I made them for Trevor's work barbecue. We're recording. Oh, well. (laughs) I made them for Trevor's work barbecue, and they were so good, I made them again just for us. Nice. All right. We are back um, from a quick break that included some brownies for Friends, the one where Dr. Ramore dies. So, we see everyone watching Joey... On Days of Our Lives. Now, at first, I had to question, was this a tape? Because if not, these people really never work. Because Days of Our Lives is on at like 1 one in the afternoon. They don't work. Okay, that's fine. That answered my question. I think it was actually on later, a long time ago, though, because I remember hustling ass. It's also 1 o'clock on the West Coast, so it's 4 o'clock. No, no, what I was going to say is when I was in middle school and a friend of mine also liked Days of Our Lives, we would hustle to her house to watch the last half of it, and it was on from 3.30 to 4. It's a tape delay. It's not going to be on at the same time. Right. That's, well, I mean, it can be. No, not with something like this. That's live shows. That's like the Super Bowl is on at this, you know, is live tape no, delay like that's this. that's why when you're watching This Is Us, at the bottom of the screen it says 8, 7 central. Because it all shows at the same time. No, it doesn't. Oh, my God. My mom works so in TV, wrong. and I'm right. Good. Let's go ahead and ask her. Okay. You want to call her real quick? Yeah. And have her be on the pod? Yep. She's at music practice right now, but I will ask her and tell you. That's a likely story. I love how you just invented music practice for your mom, so you didn't have to be she wrong. She really is at music <laughs> I know. practice. <laughs> I know. I'm just giving okay. you shit now. Um, so, uh, they, like... They're all just so impressed at, like, the storyline of what Joey's doing on this show. And this woman that he's talked to and who's, like, hitting on him is actually his half-sister. And then they're going to go find their half-brother. and Morocco or some bullshit. <laughs> Venezuela or something. And Chandler's like, that's good TV. And I'm like, no, no it's not. It's not. Um, <laughs> except I do like some of that stuff. Like, did you ever watch the show Revenge? Yes. Oh, such a... Soap opera. I love her. Oh, yeah. It's From such a... um, Evergreen? Everwood. Oh, I didn't ever watch that no, one, but well, I know that was who like she the teen, teen drama. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so after that, uh, we find out that Eddie still won't hang out with Chandler. And Phoebe's at the apartment, and so she, like, tries to help, and she throws a tennis well, ball at so his first, door. She Chandler says, do you want to play foosball? And she's like, no. Why? It's so inhumane <laughs> to have them tied together and... <laughs> Chandler's like, well, we bust out the Barbies afterwards or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the little plastic women. I love that Phoebe, like, sh- her heart is so open and big that it includes inanimate <laughs> plastic soccer players 
tied together by a metal bar. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's so strange sometimes. Um, but she frames it almost like he's the new boy at school. And he and she's like, are we still not getting along with the new boy? And, and Chandler's like, well, you know, he doesn't, like, he just stays in his room. And she's like, let's remedy that, remedy that. And she throws a tennis ball. And I think it's the ball that Chandler had been throwing at his door, playing by himself when Joey comes back. So, anyway. So she gets Eddie to come out. She's like, you know, get to know us. Like, we all want to talk to you. We should be friends. Yeah. And then she bails out by saying it's her green eggs and ham discussion group. And tonight we're discussing whether or not we would eat them on a train. (laughs) It's so, and even as as she's leaving, Chandler's like, that was lame. And she goes, yeah, I know. And she, like, (laughs) laughs and takes her coat. And I just love, like, Phoebe laughs at herself Mm -hmm. and doesn't take herself seriously really at all and it's so funny but eddie and chandler like kind of start to bond they're like telling each other stories and chandler's talking about some ex that we don't we don't know who it is i'm assuming janice but we don't know and wait what does he say i forgot he's like well did you break up with her after that and chandler goes yeah she thought that sean penn is the capital of cambodia and they're i don't think that's janice janice is actually kind of smart when, um, yep, I was right. When and they're like, when we both know it's, and they don't know the answer, the capital of Cambodia is Phnom Penh. And I knew I that. I feel like it's not a Phnom. If, I feel like it's Phnom Penh. No. Nom. Like, mm, I don't some know. Silent Let's letters. See. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what Google says, says when you about hit the little say it. Where? I don't see a say it. I bet I have it on my phone. Phnom Penh. P-H-N-O. Now we're looking for say it buttons. Well, is it on it when you go to wiki? No. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Phnom. See, the P is in parentheses. Phnom. No, it means that's silent. It does? I don't know. You're the... Find it! Make it say it. Have you met me and how much I like to be right about things? But I didn't know what the capital was, even if I'm saying it wrong. Well, you did. You did. Uh, Nope, not sound club. She just found a nightclub in Cambodia. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Don't worry, it's closed. Because it's morning in Cambodia. Um, But Eddie decides to... It opens at 9 p.m. I don't know what time it is in Cambodia. (laughs) Eddie is telling Chandler a story about his ex-girlfriend who he just broke up with, like, probably the reason why he needed a place to stay. And he says he was making all these pancakes. There's, like, 50 pancakes, and, you know, it's a great morning. And then she looks at him and says, Eddie, I don't want to, you know, be with you anymore. Yes. That's not right. That's not right. Oh, that's from Hindi. Stop it. Cam. We're going to have to take out some of this extra sound here. You're just trying to get it to say it in languages or in English, right? Right, but you have to, like, you just have to tell it what language it is. Okay, let's it's... do this later then. Because I don't understand what's happening with, I don't your, either. with your phone right now. Um, but so, 
Eddie, like, you know, she ripped out my heart and smeared it all over my life. And then he starts doing this really maniacal laugh. And Chandler, you can just see him be like, oh, my God, who do I live with? Like, he, you he, are a fucking nut. Yeah, like, he looks really scared. So down in the, at Central Perk, Phoebe's playing music. And it's something about a crusty old man and the rest of the rats played maracas. And she gets done and Richard looks at Monica and goes, Phoebe has another job, right? Nope. Well, except well she she's does. a masseuse. The masseuse. Yeah, she's yeah. a masseuse. She does a couple other things too. But I think it's really cute because Richard's almost doing the dad-like the, thing mm-hmm. of, well, you need to get a job where you make enough money to, um, you know, to like live on, not do your passion. And Phoebe's trying to do her passion. So I get that. Um, so then... And I'm fan. See, she said the P. No pain. No pain. No pain. Okay, now you're going to have to stop. Because it's making me crazy. And we're off track. Come on, it's funny. Okay. Um, when I was a kid, my little brother had like a C and Z. Yeah. If you, you, you would tap a letter and it would say, letter A, letter A. And I thought it was hilarious to continuously push the P. Because it would say, letter P, letter P. And I was definitely a 12-year-old boy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, uh, where were we? Okay. Nobody knows. So, <laughs> so they're at the coffee shop. And uh, Ross says to Rachel, like, we should go. Like, the implication is that it's kind of late. And um, Richard's like, yeah, I have a, an early, you know, patient in the morning. We should, I should go or something. And Monica's like, well, we should stay at my place tonight instead of your place. And Richard's like, but I didn't bring my jammies, which I think is so adorable. I do too. And she's like, well, maybe you don't need them. And then Ross gives her crap for being a sexual being, which is stupid, stupid because... He's not, you know, saying that to Rachel because... He's having sex with her. Right, exactly. So then Phoebe comes over and she's like, "Um, I want to say a toast to, you know, how happy Monica is with Richard, basically. And she gets up and she's like, now, Monica's been with a lot of guys, but I like you the best. And And Richard goes, oh, she likes me the best. And apparently there's been a lot of guys. And Monica, like, tries to laugh it off, and she goes, no, Phoebe's just joking. Phoebe's crazy. And under her breath as they walk out, Rachel goes, Phoebe's dead. Yep. (laughs) And it's so funny. So then at Chandler's apartment, we meet Eddie's ex, Tilly. She's going to drop off his fish tank, and it's super uncomfortable because as soon as she says her name, like... Chandler's like, oh, I've heard about you. Yeah, and Tilly's like, yeah, sorry, and so... No, she's like, did he tell you that I'm crazy? No, he's like, did he tell you about me? But yeah, he's like, in a conversation that scared me to my very soul. (laughs) Um, But so he starts to ask Tilly a question, and before he can get it out, Eddie comes around the corner and kind of catches him, and he's like, is Eddie a little bit country, which is the... the I'm a little bit country. country. I'm a little, little bit, bit rock and roll. roll. Wait, yeah. yeah, I did that backwards. Yeah. But that is something that James and Barney just recently said in How I Met Your Mother. He's They were, like, doing the bro tag team on a brother-sister. Oh, yeah, he was a little bit... She was a little bit country. He was a little bit straight. He was, he was a, a little, little bit, bit into, into black guys. He was a little bit way into, into black, black guys. guys. Yeah, that's right. Well, they do that later, too, when Ross and Monica 
pretend that they were the the brother right, sister right. duo and you know whatever such such freaks but tilly leaves and eddie looks at chandler and goes you had sex with her didn't you just like no. jumps from zero to a thousand without even asking like what was going why on why was she here literally anything yeah so then back down in the coffee shop uh joey comes running in to tell phoebe that he's in soap opera digest but within the interview he answers a question and says basically that he writes his own lines and what he means more is a little bit like ad-libbing i forget like he, my lines and right add it in. he kind of just switches some words around so the lines still mean the same thing just in a little bit like different order or something and so phoebe's like well won't the writers get mad and he's like no it's good for the show so he says oh i'm doing this interview and it's good for me and it shoots back to being good for the show which is good for the writers but here's the thing i don't know how many times that would fly before the director or somebody was like no memorize your lines figure your shit out so there is a lot of that i mean people do multiple takes because they didn't get the right line all the time so it's a big lead up and that's fine yeah i mean i i always wonder my mom and i joke about that with are they just reading their lines off stage right before they go on to act on some of these soap operas because they're so oh yeah they're so bad like they're you know they're not really memorizing anything they're just kind of anyway yeah um but that's where i'm a snob about um soap operas so we see um the back of a head of a person like in the days of our lives like studios he's like smoking a cigarette and really upset and he's like writes his own lines you know like write this and so then joey gets his um script his script and it turns out that he's uh wait do we have that yet yeah so we find out that he's going to get uh he's gonna fall down an elevator shaft so then Monica is talking to Richard about how many guys it was, like what's the number. And he's like, well, I just want to know. He's like, give me a ballpark. And she's like, it's less than a ballpark. <laughs> and Which is a great line. It is. Um, I feel like my mom asked me that one time. And she's like, is it less than the starting lineup of a basketball team? And I'm like, I don't know what the starting lineup of a basasketball team is. <laughs> and she was like, never mind. And I was like, well, then well, you answered then your own you question. You answered your own question. Like, you didn't really want to know. Or, you know, she shouldn't have been asking me that either. But I'll tell you, it was, it's 26. A starting lineup of a basketball team? No, how oh. many people you've slept with? <laughs> I don't even remember. I, I don't care. <laughs> Um, starting lineup of basketball, I feel like there's like eight. Well, I know there's five on the court at any given time and then you sub out, but I feel like there's like 10 is the starting lineup because it's like five offensive and defense. No, I don't think that applies to basketball. Well, it kind of does because you can sub in guys pretty quickly, but yeah, you're right. It goes, I hate basketball and you need to stop. (laughs) Um, but so Richard says that he's been with two and it's his ex-wife and it's her because he and his ex-wife were high school sweethearts and well and she's kind of floored by this but i mean if you think generationally that was not very uncommon no i mean absolutely like i knew people like that um and so then ross and rachel are in rachel's room and they kind of start talking about their numbers and ross is like well you know all two of them besides her so it's carol julie and rachel 
that's it. Right. Right. And then um, Rachel starts kind of saying hers, and he's like, well, I hope this isn't in order. And so including Ross, she's at five. Mm -hmm. So it's like two guys from high school, Barry, Paolo, and him. But that's what it is. She gets to the person right before him, and it's Paolo, and he gets all Weirded out. And he starts crying. So um, Eddie still thinks that Chandler had sex with Tilly, and Chandler's trying to say, like, she was here for two minutes. She dropped off your fish tank and left. There was no time. For us to have sex, and he's like, where's my fish? And that's... Now he thinks that not only did Chandler sleep, sleep with, with his Tilly, ex, yep. but he also killed his fish. Killed his fish. And so he's gone off the deep end. Um, but so Monica finally tells Richard her number. We don't hear it. Mm-mm. Like, she just... He goes, well, that's all? Well, that's nothing. Like, that's fine. And so, I mean, I'm thinking, like, just based on things that have been said on the show and I'm thinking she's also in between like Ross and um Rachel's numbers like still like under 10 maybe probably yeah I mean I don't the think underage she actually, guy and I don't think she actually sleeps with Paul the wine guy no she does because he he makes the comment oh, that's right he so she, Paul the wine guy on like a first put, date she put the, the snap, snap in, back in my turtle or yeah something yeah like yeah that. yeah um and then, like, I the guy that's like, I won, I won, and she never won, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, again, I don't think the number It matters. doesn't matter. I still think that they're in this. It matters for the storyline, right. but truly numbers don't matter. No, and it matters in, you know, yeah, to these characters and in this time frame of the mid-90s. Um, but so Richard's like, you know, that's fine. I don't care. And he kind of, like, lays back on the bed, just relaxes, and she's like, so about this, too. Um, you know, you slept with your wife only before me, and now you need to sow your wild oats. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, am I your wild oats? Am I an oat? And he's like, no, I just don't think I have wild oats. Like, I only... Not even an oat kind of guy. Yeah, I only have sex with women I love. And so then they're the... She's like, wait, you know I love you, too. And, you know... It's kind of cute. It's kind of fucking adorable. Um, so then Ross and Rachel... Like, so what's funny is the way that they cut away on the camera. So Richard kisses Monica and kind of, like, picks her up because he is quite a bit taller and bigger Mm -hmm. than her. And you kind of, like, there's, like, they fall down to the bed and it switches to Rachel, like, growling head in her hands because she can't get Ross to, like, like, chill out. And it's just kind of a funny, like, the way they, I really loved the way they cut that. Um so Ross and Rachel are still arguing about Paolo because she said that it was, you know, like animal sex, but it was like no chemistry and no, or not chemistry, like no intimacy and no connection and right. no like and actual it's so relationship. With you. Right. And he's like, well, it's not even animal like at all with us. Like not even a tiny little one, like a chipmunk, like chipmunk sex. <laughs> like, I just I imagine get where he's trying to go. Sex to be real squeaky. <laughs> Or just, like, really fast because they're constantly running. Like, we were up at the lake and mm-hmm. the little golden chipmunks were just running everywhere. And then I think of squirrels, too. So like, when I they get it, excited. I guess in like, that sense, like, chipmunk sex would, would be, be like, exciting because you're, like, all over the place. You're, like, handstands over on this wall <laughs> and sex wing over here. Yes, but fast is not always good for girls. No, no. I'm not saying, well, like, fast in a lot of directions. Oh, okay. Which is, I mean, Like, very acrobatic. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the more things you try, the longer it lasts. Okay. But so Ross is like, 
well, that must have been the best until now. And he, like, flips her back on the bed and, like, pounces on her. It's pretty hot. It's, it's, it's good. It's nice. I wouldn't. And then we see um, Monica in the bathroom, like, rummaging through doors. And Rachel comes running up to her. And they're each in, like, half undressed. So Monica has no pants on but a sweater. Or no, sorry. Rachel has on, like, a sweater mm-hmm. and socks. And Monica just has her jeans and, like, a tank top. And... Um, they're looking for the condoms and Rachel's like, you know, top drawer and they realize there's only one. And so Monica should get it because she was there first. As, I mean, as you do. First, come, first, keepers. Su- first served. Um, and then they kind of like argue over it. And they kind I don't they, they don't actually rock, paper, scissors. No, they do at the end. Oh, that's right. That's what I wrote down. But so they go back and forth and, and Monica's like, I'll do your laundry for a month and uh, Rachel goes, and Monica goes, no, but if you can tell me where the dustpan is, I'll give this to you. Right now. And so Rachel hands it over. And Rachel's like, Arr. And so then they, okay. But while they're in the bathroom, Ross and Richard are out in the living room because they each walked out of the bedrooms to be like, honey, where are you? And like see each other. So Ross is in his pants and like a t-shirt. Uh-huh. And Richard is just in like his shirt and his boxers, which is cute. Yeah. So like, again, each different levels. And Ross is super uncomfortable and, like, asks him about his mustache. Like, it's almost like the weather. Like, talking about the weather. Yeah. Um, Except they can't because... It's nighttime. It's nighttime. And then he asks him if he was in Nam, as in Vietnam, which is not really the way... I've always said Vietnam, but what I meant to look up is I'm almost positive that his character in Magnum P.I. is a vet. Um, from Vietnam because he wears a hat that says something about Da Nang, which is a place in Vietnam. It's also a reference on... Keep going down. um, It's also... On South Park. That one guy is like, did you serve in Da Nang? And I think it's supposed to be a reference back to this. Yeah, Thomas Sullivan Magnum IV is an ex-Navy NIA lieutenant and Vietnam special ops veteran who resigned, blah, blah, blah. So I actually think Ross, them having Ross ask him that is supposed to be a throwback to Magnum PI. I would say that that's part of it, but also, like, the, the age reference is definitely there. Do you know what I mean? Oh, to, like, put him in that, uh, having served and making him that much older than Monica right. again, too. Yeah, right. for sure. Um, so there is definitely that. Um, and then the other thing about it, too, is, uh, were we just talking about Magnum P.I. in Friends or How I Met Your Mother? I guess we were talking about it in Friends because Tom Selleck. Right. What did we just say last week? It was so good. I don't remember. Well, my... Do you really think I remember last week? I... My brain hurts. So, (laughs) no. Anyway. So then the girls finally do rock, paper, scissors, and Rachel wins. They only do it one time. But so they walk out there, and the guys are arguing about movies, and And there's something about Deer and and John Voight. Yeah, it's funny. And then... I mean, it's funny if you get the reference, which... Oh, I've seen at least one of those movies, so I do actually get the reference. Turner liked a lot of that kind of stuff, so... So Rachel walks into her room and then turns back around and is like, honey, and Ross is like, like snorts at, at Richard Richard. and then goes back in there and Richard's like, shall we? And Monica goes, they're They're doing it tonight. tonight. We can do it tomorrow. (laughs) And he's like, if I could see the schedule next time. (laughs) Cause you know, that means he's got some blue balls. Yeah. I think he's an old enough guy to take care of his his business or they'll do something They can figure it out. So this is going to come up again, but first question. Why would roommates keep condoms in the bathroom and not in their own rooms? 
Um, I never, I mean, I've shared a bathroom with multiple roommates and I'm sorry, my, my things needed for sexual encounters, whether they were with a partner or myself are kept in my own bedroom. Yeah. Why would you keep them in a mutual bathroom? Why you don't maybe even have a nightstand? Maybe because they're just on. Maybe they're just on the shopping list. Toilet paper, toothpaste, <laughs> apple juice, condoms. Wouldn't that have been funny if that's in the game that comes up about the apartment? What's in there? What yes. was in their because shopping bag? In their shopping bag. Um, so uh, the next day, Chandler is telling everybody how crazy Eddie has gotten, and it turns out that he has stolen the insoles out of Chandler's shoes. And Which like, is really awkward. It's really weird like and gross. And then Rachel wants to watch Days of Our Lives, so this time we confirm that it actually is on tape. So somebody's taping it for everyone to see when they get off work. And um, Ross comes in, and he's, like, late, and they had just started it. And so then all of a sudden they realize, like, they, they play up to it, and Joey falls down the elevator shaft. And Monica Monica's goes... Did they just kill off Joey? And Ross says, no, no. Or something like that. And then splat. And then he goes, now they did. Now they did. So they rush over to his apartment. And they try and get in. And he really doesn't want to let him. But he gives in because Monica says she has to pee. Yeah. And he's a gentleman. Oh, yeah. And she's like, sorry, Joey. And runs by. So he actually tells everyone that the reason he didn't tell them is that he just hoped that no one would find out. (laughs) And he's really upset. He's talking about, like, this was his big break. This is the best thing that ever happened to him. He's, you know, getting credit card applications because now he actually has money and coming he's in. he's pre-qualified. I've never been pre-qualified. He's pre-approved. Yeah. Rachel's like, you're pre-approved with us. And he's like, I don't know what that means. And, you know, they try and uh, make him feel better that, like, um, you know, he's going to get another job. There's going to be, like, other opportunities. This isn't the only thing for him. Um and so then when Chandler gets home, he walks in the door, and Eddie's literally standing by the door of the apartment Holding waiting. a tray of scones. Oh, I think they're... Oh, are they just cookies? No, pecan yeah, sandies? Yeah. Yeah. Which, I don't know... I've never tried to make pecan sandies at home. Like, they're a pretty dry cookie. Why are you cookie. saying pecan? I just say it sometimes like that. I really do. Even though they're pecans? I mean, everyone says it differently. Do they? Yeah, we have a... I have a friend who has a cat named Pecan, and... Some people say pecan. Some people say pecan. No. Why? Just say it right. Pecan. Okay, are we going to get into the almond-almond fight again? <sighs> um, we actually already had the conversation of pecan the cat on this podcast once before. In probably very we were early talking days. about yeah. why people say things differently. Yeah, that's my friend Alyssa's cat, and she's adorable. So, um, he hands him a cookie, and Chandler goes, is this a raisin? And Eddie's like... Yeah, we'll sure. go with that. And so, all I can think of is mouse turds. Easily. Because it's New York City. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, mice. And he probably didn't even bother, like, getting them, you know, from a box. He just probably scooped them right off the shelf. Just sweep, sweep, sweep into the cookie pan. So gross. Yep. Okay. So, then we are looking over at the counter and Eddie has his um, new... Well, it's his old fish tank set up in the kitchen, and he has a new fish, and he says that he's named the fish after Chandler. Mm-hmm. And we pan over, and it's a goddamn goldfish, and not the cute little swim-around kind, the yummy, salty, cracker kind. 
It's a goldfish cracker. It's a goldfish cracker. And, and what we both deduced, decided is yes. that they put the goldfish cracker in a shit ton of jello. And then, because it's not moving and it's not disintegrating and, and there's no water. And you can kind of see like a liquid. So at first, what I thought was it was just hung like from a piece of string and it's just there. But you can no, almost you can, see like a sheen. Yeah. So there's either some sort of like, or like bullet gel, how it's like thin or it's like thick but clear. Yeah. But either way. It's some sort of gelatin, and it's just a goldfish cracker. And Chandler turns around and goes, "Well, good night then, you big freak of nature." <laughs> and he walks away. I'm. I think that's one of the ones my mom still says is like, "You big freak of nature," and I just walks away. So then, um, we round out the show with a really funny final scene. Ross is sneaking to the bathroom in Rachel's red and white polka like, dot. Cute, cute little robe. robe and Richard like comes out of the bathroom in Monica's pink robe and they kind of look at each other and they stop and they're just like yeah Ooh, so it's brisk tonight like and then Ross goes let's never speak of this and Richard's like okay and they just each book it but once again if you already okay you're both in fairly serious relationships you're both adults you're both adults even though one of you is more of an adultier adult yes why aren't the condoms in your own goddamn nightstand? I'm just, I just saying. I think that it's, a, I mean, it can be a thing. Like, it's on the shopping list. You buy them yourself. Yeah. Even if I mean, you, you as my best friend and my roommate, I was like, hey, can you pick me up condoms? These, this brand, whatever, and I pay you back. I'm going to still put them in my own goddamn room. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get Sorry. that. I, I can't I've stop never saying shared it. It a, really bugs me. Or I've never shared anywhere with anybody while we were all sexually active like that. Okay. I mean, I did, but I was also usually in long-term monogamous Somebody monogamous else, like my partner. relationship. I can't. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm trying to say. Monogamous. Thank you. Monogamous. 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 Hey, I do have a fairly heavy Midwestern accent for but, only ever having lived in Oregon. But the other thing, too, is I've, I've only ever been on the other side. Like, I've been the Richard and Ross in this part of the scenario. Okay. I've never because you had to go get the condoms. No, because I was at my partner's oh, house. Oh, oh, oh! I get what you're so saying. So I don't know the rules about buying your own condoms. I mean, I do buy your own condoms. Buy, buy your own shit. Buy your own shit. Be an adult. Buy your own shit. Stay out of the forest. Stay out of the forest. <laughs> Except don't. Just the be in the lovely. forest all the time. The forest is amazing. Um. Yeah, so anyway, uh, that's the sex talk. Buy your own condoms. Buy your own condoms. Okay, really quick, because I almost forgot it. I didn't put it on the agenda, but I'm adding it right now. Friend of the day. I have mine, and I would like to go first. Oh, go for it. Are you okay with that? Yep. Um, I am giving it to Lily. Damn you. For putting up with Barney's Saying 45 minutes of the word moist. I wrote down (laughs) moist. To write down moist oh, yeah, yeah. and not murdering him and and or slapping him herself i'm giving it to lily i'm giving it to phoebe because phoebe once again selflessly tries to better a friend's life by getting chandler to be friends with his roommate except what she did to monica oh <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, that part's not... But she didn't do it intentionally. Like, she wasn't throwing Monica under the bus. No, I mean, she could have just said to Richard, you're so great to Monica, instead of going, she's been with a lot of guys, and I like like, you most. I like you. Yeah. Yeah. No, because Phoebe doesn't have a filter, in a good and bad way. Yes. Like, she doesn't know when to... She's... She and I are very similar, like, in that way sometimes. You have no filter. I have no filter. Um, we have a new review. Uh, some things are going weird with iTunes, though, and some of our reviews seem to be missing. But we did get a new review the other day. Um, Julie and Kathleen take you back to the glory days. Highly entertaining show, and well worth subscribing. You'll be glad you did. So I appreciate that. From Crushman MLB. Cushman. Where are you seeing an R? I, I'm half blind. My glasses are on, but I still can't see, and it's so far funny. and tilty. <laughs> I just, I don't know anything. Um, let's see here. Uh, let me see if there's anything fun on the Twitters. Um, please come find us on Twitter and play because I really love Twitter. We have almost 600 followers and it's really fun to play along with people. Oh, we did get something really fun from the gal in Michigan, Julie, who, um, is one of the other people who sent us the Lego thing. Yeah, so, she, so everybody spammed us with this Lego. We got tagged all over Facebook with the new Lego and Central Park. And I gotta perk. tell you, I'm very excited about it. We might have to get it. Um, so she said, um, I definitely need this uh, at Him and Friends Pod understands. And I wrote back and said, we 10,000% understand. We want the little figurines and make them act out scenes from the show or famous movies. Or maybe have the cat attack them like those Jurassic Park memes and she commented with the gif of Chandler looking at Rachel and going you and I have always been like and with the hand motions <laughs> and he's kind of if I remember correctly he's drunk in this scene sure talking to Rachel but either way I I like dive for that gif but I you know those Jurassic Park memes I'm talking about yeah. right? where the cat is there instead of like the big instead T-Rex of, yeah yeah yeah. Um, I would totally set that up. We would get your cat, we would put him out in the grass, and we would somehow get Radley to knock him over and video Oh, it. I know exactly how. We would put him on some fishing string and <gasps> let her go crate. Oh, Rad- that would be so Trevor, funny. Li- Trevor likes to go fishing with Radley. Yeah, fish for um, the cat. Fish for the cat. So, Julie on Twitter sent that to us, and Kata also sent it to us because Matt Perry said, of the Friends Lego group, I think you can clearly see that Chandler is the most attractive. And he's wearing a vest. And he's wearing a vest. And also, um, I, I do, I mean, for a Lego character, he's top-notch. Right, but it's good looking. But also, Rachel's face is frightening as the Lego. <gasps> oh, no, is it oh, bad? Oh, she looks so angry. She looks oh, no. so angry. And then, so we went on a, a Chandler uh, binge for a while. And, I do, or Matt, Matt Perry. Matt Perry. And, and he says, my house, is, my house has a nice view because, you know, I was on Friends. <laughs> and then she shared with me... Um, she said, Did, have you ever heard his porn disaster story? So I'm not going to go into that right now, but I will share it um, on Facebook okay. this week so that everyone else can. And uh, it's fucking comedy gold. Yeah. And then, um, so we went back and forth about that. And then one of the things that is super exciting is Julie and I congratulated her this morning. Well, last night, Sunday mm. night, her morning, because it was her first day at her new job. Aww. So she's like a co-teacher. Um, no, she's not like a co-teacher. She is a co-teacher. Yeah. And she started that to, well, 
Monday, yesterday, yesterday like for Monday. Her, yeah. Yeah. Um, the time difference. Time difference. It, it hurts my brain. Um, so yeah, so it's been, it's been a lot of fun. She sent us pictures of her classroom and it's been, it's been great in, in Instagram land. Good. Um, so next week we have, um, friends, the one where Eddie won't go and on Himyam Arrivederci Fiero. So please, uh, check those out and send us your friend of the day from either episode or from both. If you're feeling so inclined that you want to nominate two. What? I know it's about a car and I don't even really care, but the name Fiero is one of my absolute favorites from Wicked. That's the name of the guy. I never finished the book and I've never what seen the play. What the fuck is wrong with I you? I hated the book. Yeah, the book is stupid. I've never seen the play. It's I not, don't have it's any not money. a play. It's not a play. Uh, the musical. I've never seen Wicked. <sighs> I know you go go sigh to Vanessa, not to me. I don't have any money. <sighs> okay, we're going to go and I just hopefully still be friends. <laughs> be friends after this. But you can find us on social media, How I Met Your Friends Pod on Facebook and Instagram, and at H-I-M-Y Friends Pod on Twitter. Email is howimetyourfriendspod at gmail.com. And as always, we will be back in your ear every Thursday until the end of the season, and then we'll talk again about it later. Oh, no, we'll have a break. Yeah, maybe. We were on a break. Shut Uh, up. All right, until next time. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Bye.